0: All right, I'll do Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month and six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on Us. Mintmobile.com slash switch.
1: Upfront payment of forty-five dollars equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over forty gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active mint customers by 531 Get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply. If rated PG.
2: Garage Logic. Broadcasting live from the office of the mayor above the boathouse on the east shore of Spoon Lake. Featuring the rookie on production, Chris Reavers, vice president of social media, and John Hyde in the newsroom. Now, the fireworks commissioner, flashlight king, and keeper of common sense, your mayor, Joe Souchere. Commencing the large, large
0: number one.
2: I looked up the opener from last year. Yep. Oh, here we go. May 5th. It will be, if if the opener's Friday, it will be exactly one year on the same date. Huh. Wait a minute.
1: Wait
2: a minute. Bro. Mm-hmm. How, how, how can that be? What do you mean?
3: Well, well, it's one year later. See, May 5th, 2017. But
2: Well, Friday will be the 4th,
3: but well, it'll be a that's, Friday.
1: Okay, that's what I was going to say. Well, it well, but can't be, be a the year. same exact date. You're
3: splitting hairs over here.
2: Where were you yesterday, Moron Number 2? Yeah, two? Dummy. I had to uh,
1: take care of some household duties nice. yesterday. I spent a lot of time in the garage and cleaning. It was. Uh, you selling the house again? Let's change topics, shall we? Yep. <laughs> you know what, though? It was, a, it was a nice chance to listen to you guys while I worked.
3: So you played lotto. <laughs> That's what you were doing? That's do what I was had, doing. If yep. you would have won the lotto, you just sit around the garage and listen like everybody what else. What are the boys up to today?
2: Yeah. Boy, did it stay balmy last night for that ball game. It was just steamy. Balmy. Yeah, that was nice. I'd hardly call it steamy. It was not nearly humid enough. <laughs> well, got a little Are we out. having rain tonight? Because it sure doesn't feel like it.
3: Uh, we are going to have rain tonight and it's going to cool down. Heavy thunderstorms developing. What time? Uh, Dave just says tonight. Yeah. So that's so just eight. overnight. Tomorrow, okay. partly sunny and mild near 68. But
2: when it's dark out part of night? or Yeah. Well,
3: thunderstorms developing. Heavy rain possible, nice. 52. We need some fuel. Got to get some fuel. Do we have the fuel, bro? Uh,
2: Mr. Stein and Aiken is happy to report <laughs> that lard and the rest of the Puss Lake chain oh. went out yesterday. What oh, it did? It was unusual in that for the last 45 years, the usual progression of ice out is lard, middle puss, lower puss, and then upper puss. Mm-hmm. This year it was upper puss, lower puss, lard, and middle puss.
3: So, I wonder if that means anything, you know, like Yellowstone's
2: going to blow up. Due to, a, due to an infestation of starry stonewort, bo- speaking of which, we better have LD on one of these days for the spring report. Ah, uh, good idea. Due to an infestation of starry stonewort, the DNR wants to change the name of Lower Puss to Green Puss. The local activists, however, want to name the lake in the language of our ancient paleo ancestors. They want to call Lower Puss Badiki Budiki Budiki Goo. See, badiki, badiki, badiki goo.
3: Ah, uh, I get you.
2: <laughs> well, speaking of that, yesterday, the Twin Cities had its warmest day in seven months. Yeah. I don't know if I want to live anymore in a place where you go seven months between eighty degree days. I mean I, I allowed that to get to me. I allowed that to get under my skin. As you seven figured, bleeping months. You, you have lived here your entire life. I know, correct? and it's it's wearing thin. It's it's it finally broke him. It's it's it is. It's 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 gotten to me. So so far We live in a state. Yeah check this out. You bring it up. You mean to tell me Mm-hmm. That we, we willingly live in a state where you go seven months between 80-degree days.
3: And some days in other cities, it's just 80-degree all the way through. 80-degree. We had
2: to go back to September 13.
3: Wow, that was the last 80-degree day. That's according to the Star Tribune. Yeah, I believe it.
2: We got 84 yesterday for a few minutes. That didn't break a record. It has not been that warm since September 13 when the Mercury hit 87. Thermometer's last registered readings above 90 on September 22nd when the high temp was 94. I don't have, I don't. We had a blizzard two weeks ago. Right. So Two, you're weeks, t- two weeks ago today, we were still uh, adrift in, uh, in snow. Right. Which What's is now down? mercifully all, all but disappeared. You all can the, still see the, the grunge in the shadows. All
3: the water has melted, as you say, or the snow has melted. But you're telling me our window is five months five lousy for 80-degree days. Five months is our window of That's it. potential 80-degree. That's, That's it. This year, anyway, we don't know what it's supposed to be.
2: And, and our population is healthy. Uh, people are not abandoning the state. No. Uh, people continue to live here. The Twin Cities continues to grow, uh, however modestly. Seven months between 80-degree
3: days. I don't like it. I like a good, like a good, about 84? See, I don't know what the temperature's
2: supposed to be.
3: Yes. Higher than 70.
2: I just know what I want it to be. Uh, Mr. Stein reporting from Aiken on the Puss Lake chain. This is it. Yeah. Uh, Fishing opener is the 12th of May. 12th of May. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, what, are you telling you're... the whole world or what? Well, you said it was going to be on the fifth. No, I didn't. I said it was always around Mother's Day. Oh, we were talking about the garage door opener. Oh, that opener. Yeah, the real opener. Okay, that that could be as soon as this Friday. It, could, it sure could. How much lake is left? How much lake is left in your ice? How much ice is left on your lake? Cedar is going to go out either tonight or tomorrow morning. Really, it's breaking up. Uh, it's turning really dark. Uh, the Smaller bays are out. Yep. But you have to be navigable,
3: shore to shore.
2: Shore to shore, ninety yep. percent. Yep. Yep. Well, keep us in the loop
3: tomorrow for sure. All okay. right. Thank you. Bye. How much lake is left in your ice?
2: That's not a. That's not a necessarily an incorrect way to put it this year, is it? Uh, no.
3: How's that mids doing? <laughs> what? Did you just say? How's that mids doing? What's mids? A Middleton. What? Uh, yeah, okay. Yeah. I thought you maybe were thinking of a couple of uh, no, ice cubes know, in your I, glass. No, or you How
2: much
0: know. ice is left?
2: How much ice is left in your lake? <laughs> How much lake is left in your How ice? How you doing? I'll have to ask Heinrich. Maybe yeah, Heinrich he's still
3: knows. celebrating his, his Heinrich my uh, he, I uh, I heard that uh, yesterday while
2: traveling. Um. You know, sometimes I think I have an imagination. He's he's virtually delusional. He thinks he's European royalty. Yeah. I know. He thinks he's European royalty. He's delusional. And if it was it was going to be the Steiner funder. What were what were the what was the
3: fortune down in fold?
2: Was or the it. Um, uh, Steinway fund or the Reinerts or
3: the Steiner? Was it Reinerts?
2: I don't know who it
3: was. Well, Reaver says he he heard that on the radio yesterday. Mm-hmm. Well, well, we who, also we also didn't? heard it. About, who didn't? About seven times. I heard it. I
2: heard it starting at about eleven. <laughs>
3: Hey, Sean. Did you know my name was Heinrich? I'm not done yet. I start walking away. I've heard it five times. Hey, I'm not done yet. Like, uh, You know what? Let me finish the story for you.
2: <laughs>
3: I know it so well.
2: My aunt was Hermione, and she married the Kaiser.
3: <laughs> okay. What's oh. that
2: on two there, Reavers? Uh, Neil in St. Paul. Hi, Neil. Like Willy Wonka, we have so much to do in so little time. Yes. Um, hey, I'm just wondering, um, no, just take it easy on I'm kind of a veteran of the... Garage logic. So, do I get like a GL timeout if we turn on the air condition yesterday? (laughs) Yeah, I I lobbied in my house to turn it on. It was defeated. Yeah, because we got well, we got new air last year, so I that was my that was my premise. But she let me turn it on. It was nice sleeping. Oh boy, I I left the window open just so I could hear the wind. There you go. All right, thank you.
3: (laughs) Okay, lose. Just a minute. (laughs) Just a minute. Oh, God, i are gonna hear the wind, dear. You know how that goes. <laughs> Plus, if you could push play on the uh, waves crashing up against the shore, it'd be a perfect storm of sleep. You only get one shot, yeah. <laughs> and that's why you sometimes you don't hear because Reavers and I don't come outside of your house and go. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I wanted to hear the wind. Well, can I can I tell you something?
3: You yep. you really, I wish you'd tell really, me more because really, really, I'm loving it today. <laughs> yeah. Well, here's the deal. Yep. Give
2: if, if us the deal. If, if the air wasn't going to get turned on, I substituted that for, for nature. I cranked the window wide open so I could hear that south wind howling.
3: <clears throat> okay. I just remembered something. Yep. But I'm not going to save it for later. I'm remembering, I'm, <laughs> I'm remembering many things right now. I had a dream about you this morning. I moment. don't want to hear oh, about oh. it. No, no you... It's really, not right now. Really Let's do it later because... No,
2: I don't want to hear about it. You're going to kill me. No, I just have no idea. You ha- no,
3: you need to hear this one.
2: No, I can't possibly stand it because I'm sure it'll cast me in some untoward light. <laughs> Won't it? I know I know you. I, oh,
3: I, I I was engaged in some buffoonery of some kind. Uh, oh. No, it was right here. You was right here in the corner of the studio. Mm-hmm. And uh, I, I can't say yet. I'm not. I'm not prepared. I need to figure out how to say it so it can be told over the year. Mm -hmm. Well, (sighs) how you doing? We're gonna make it. What do we got? Sixty-seven. Twins aren't playing very well. They stinks. They seem casual. I don't know what I videos. don't question They're, they're professionals. Who, who's the guy who
2: pitched last night? Uh, that'd be your guy, Lance He's Lynn. He's not having a good April. Well. Or he did not have a good April. He also signed really I have to really change late. my watch, the date on my watch. It still says the 31st. first. Oh yeah,
1: into
3: it's May 1st, May, May Day. It's May.
2: April third. you have a watch that says April
3: 31st? <laughs> yep.
2: <laughs> Time to get a new
3: watch. Oh, <laughs> I, I know a jeweler who can help you with that. Now, I got oh, a good one. You get It,
2: it doesn't say it, it, it doesn't say <laughs> April, it just says 31. Oh. He's
3: to, probably the one that sold it to uh, you, the one I'm thinking of. I'm about.
2: gonna switch it over right now. Oh, okay. It's the end of the world as we know it. and he feels fine. Joe Soucher. Let me finish with this ice out stuff. None of the Twin Cities lakes are out, apparently. Hello?
1: I gotcha. Yeah. I was just by Lake Ann yesterday. (laughs) Uh, It's completely, I don't even think there's a section of water visible. Where's Lake Ann? Chanhassen. I drove by
3: uh, Lake, what is it, uh, what's the one by Fort Snelling? That ice is out, I think. Uh, oh, I'm reading the wrong story. Here's the Oh, oh we here, we yep, here we here go. here we
2: as of Monday afternoon uh, what what's Calhoun now?, uh, the new one for
3: Calhoun what is, is Calhoun? Beep, beep.
2: okay uh, ba-da-beep, ba-da-boop, ba-da-beep, ba-da-boop. cedar, Harriet, Isles, and nicomas all had ice left, so they're not out yet. Average ice out is usually between the first week to 10 days of April. This week, uh, this year, a two-week delay. Previous ice out records for Lakes Calhoun and Harriet was April 28, 1965. But they haven't kept uh, ice out records for the city lakes as thoroughly as ice out records have been kept for the metro area's two biggest lakes, Minnetonka and White
3: Bear. I have a question for you. Here I am. Not trying to be silly or anything like that. Well... Why do we... Why are why ice updates so? Yeah, I don't mean it. It's it's a. Fu- I like the um. I like the dates and it's telling. But why do they even back then say we need to let people know when the well, ice went out in eighteen? 18- isn't what, it just
2: part of our folklore?
3: I was just going to say, wasn't it? <laughs> it's is, it, is it analogous to weather records or sure. is it kind of the Absolutely. same? Absolutely. Okay.
2: Isn't it? Isn't it
3: just? It's a
2: snapshot in time. It's just that part of the dynamic which makes us Minnesotans. Okay. We're known for our lakes. Well, I'm for it. I'm not trying to debate. Seven months between eighty degree temperatures. That's And you long. wonder why ice out dates are important? Well, I guess that's we've true. been cheated out of six weeks this year. Mm-hmm. Six weeks of spring like weather. We've been cheated out of six weeks. You know, I feel, get- You know what I feel like violated. You're not getting those back. No, you don't get those back. I hate no. to
1: label you this way, Mayor, but saying that, that that's, you're you're teetering close to euphoria... In what sense, son? Well, In what sense, you're, son?
2: You're going down the climate change route no, here. No, I'm not. No, I'm not. I don't know what the temperature is supposed to be. I said earlier, I just know what I would have preferred it to be.
3: Yeah, he's I don't
2: claim this it. is brought about All by right. anything okay. except That's the fair. whimsy of Mother Nature, mm-hmm. the capriciousness of Mother Nature. This has nothing to do with the climate's always changed since the beginning of time and always will. I just deny the efforts to turn it into a global government movement. Okay. Hmm. Birch, Brownie, Diamond, Hiawatha, Loring, Worth, Grass, and Ryan all broke or tied their previous records for ice out. The DNR says ice out means a lake is 90% or completely free. My definition has always been... When you can navigate shore to shore without impediment. Okay. Does ice tend to stay in the middle? Ice sinks, as far as I'm concerned. We've been through this 100 million times. Everyone poo-poos me, but somebody's going to have to explain to me why you can go to bed on a Tuesday night and the lake is full of ice and when you get up Wednesday morning, there's no ice. Don't tell me ice doesn't sink. It melted. There's ice at the bottom of Lake Minnetonka
3: that's been there for 10,000 <laughs> right. years. 10,000 10, years. 10,000 years. Does ice tend to stay in the middle of the lake, or is it just I pockets? would imagine.
2: Here's how I would answer that. Okay. Ice, the the last ice to go would be where the deepest water is. So it stands to reason it would be coldest. the shorelines open up, that water's shallow, it it, it converts more of the sun into uh, radiant heat, bing, bang, boom, bada bing bada boom bada bomb. Gotcha. Uh, but then you get out into the middle, there might be 90-foot holes, and that, that tends to uh, incubate the ice and keep it more uh, viable.
3: And then, as I say, one night it's there, and the next night, it's
2: uh, next morning it's gone. Okay. It sinks. Okay. sinks.
3: See, I've never lived on a lake, so I've never really paid that much attention.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: Well. Spoon Lake.
2: Spoon Lake in Garage Logic mm-hmm. will be out
3: by tomorrow. You're predicting this. Well, do you saw it today. I mean you can't yeah, navigate I, again, shore, I'm not to a, shore. I know, but I'm not a I don't know how fast it happens. Watch,
2: you watch. Spoon I'm Lake, watch. Spoon Lake, very black ice in the middle. It'll be gone tonight. Spoon Lake will be navigable shore to shore tomorrow. You
3: know what we should do? We should we should borrow the night vision goggles from Randy Wayne White. Yep, and watch it. And watch it to yeah. see does it just go? If it if it goes down, now, sinks. No, now in all seriousness, you know, you know,
2: to use your line, I'm not trying to be funny here. Yeah, you just reminded me of something. Right. In all seriousness, wouldn't that be fun to go out there on an, in an airboat, for example, go out to where the ice is black in the middle of the night? Yeah, and sit there. And see what happens
3: I uh, would uh, that would Wouldn't be that cool be neat? to do that would be cool to do oh, there's ridiculous. ice down there that's ten thousand years old <laughs> maybe not
2: ten well that 's how all these lakes are these These lakes are infantile in the cosmic scheme of the universe mm. you know if the climate didn 't change we 'd still be under ice, but the climate changes all the time. Lake Superior is only ten thousand years old
3: you know what that is nothing that 's mind boggling you know what that is. It's a lot of water in that amount of time. Nothing.
2: 10,000 years, that's nothing.
3: Just think, what could it morph into in the next 10,000 years? Well, if you listen to the hysterical
2: crowd, I'm sure it'll shrivel up and dry up and die. and We'll all die. And And then what if Yellowstone blows? uh, That'll help kill us all.
3: Maybe help cool it off.
2: What's line one? Help me with the name on line one. George. George hey joel I, I've driven by the lake calhoun so many times I can't help but look at that sign and it looks to me like it's Skyuma that's all I've got all right thank you it's not sky U, it's not sky U ma it's uh, beep, yeah. <laughs> is height ready
3: uh let's hope so I haven't
2: checked why are we so slow in getting to meaningful topics today
3: because it is 67 <laughs> degrees. It's gorgeous. A little balmy. Don't we? Yeah. We all got a little It's yeah. oh your the first fever. time listening to the show?
2: No. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> Joe.
0: Commencing Garage Logic Segment number 3.
2: heard from our German friend. I'm going to get to John in just a moment. Okay. John, we have a composer who lives in Berlin. Mm-hmm. And uh, I emailed him yesterday that we have played your music. This is Ruttward von Dornberg, And he uh, finally got back to me with an email saying, thank you. This is great. All the best. Ruttward. And maybe we'll play uh, stay a while mm-hmm. at some other point on the show.
3: Stay in a while. Here's Staying John Hype.
2: <laughs> Thanks,
4: Joe. Partly sunny and 67 degrees. This update brought to you by the Duluth Trading Company. Visit Duluth Trading Company stores in Fridley,
2: Bloomington, Woodbury, and downtown Duluth. Is the Duluth Trading Company uh, clothing made in Duluth? Uh, I'm going to look
3: that up right now. They I were believe, I know, they're out of Madison, they right? They
4: started in Wisconsin. I'm yeah. not sure where they But they're it's based American
3: stuff,
1: apparently.
4: Oh, yeah. 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 yeah.
1: yeah. I'm wearing their boxers right now. You guys want to look? No, no thanks, no, no, really. Yeah, I appreciate it. it.
4: Twins beaten by the Blue Jays last night 7-5. The Twins have now lost 10 of their last 11 games. They're 9 and 15 on the season. Uh, same two teams tonight at Target Field.
1: Kyle Gibson goes for the Twins. Arco Estrada goes for Toronto. You know what they need? They need deal. Some, someone to spring some life into the ball club. They should hire the the 3-year-old kid that tried to score from third base the other day. Have you seen that video, Joe? It's hilarious. Oh my oh, gosh, funny is
2: you know what our teams are? They're too—they're too Minnesotan. They're too passive-aggressive. Oh shucks! They're just—you know—they're just a bunch of guys who stare at their shoes. All right, Let's go. Hockey, uh, baseball, basketball—they're just—they're too—they're too. They're too uh, Soccer. They're too worried about let's let's just get a hot dish and you know <laughs> be home in time for the news. I don't get know. There's something. Dish. There's just something too passive-aggressive about Minnesota sports teams. Well. News notes from today: Governor Dayton is calling. There's no fire in the belly. Where's the fire in
1: the? We belly? We need some
3: fire in the belly. Yeah. All sports teams. I
1: was there Sunday, and I. That's all I. And I got there a little bit later, but it, there was just no energy. There was nothing. Yeah. They look very lethargic. Yeah. The whole team. I agree.
4: Uh, Governor Dayton calling for $138 million in emergency funding for Minnesota schools. Why?
2: The enrollments just keep dropping and dropping and dropping, and the success of reading proficiency keeps dropping and dropping and dropping. You don't need more money, Dayton. You need less.
3: But we can make some charter schools and things. Mm-hmm. Dayton unveiled his request to
4: lawmakers today as the legislature heads toward a mandatory May 22nd adjournment. The Democratic governor's proposal would increase the state's per-pupil funding formula by 2%. More than 26 school districts around the Twin Cities and 33 districts in rural Minnesota, according to the governor, are struggling with budget deficits. Those shortfalls are a small fraction of the district's total operating budgets, he says. A lot of school districts across Minnesota are considering staff and teacher layoffs to solve the deficits, the governor is urging the legislature to approve funding. That request could catch legislative leaders off guard. The Republican-controlled legislature has already started assembling their budgets.
3: Now, is this the trick where they've already made the uh, the agreements with the teachers, and this is the budget deficit because they've already promised the teachers unions X amount of dollars? They never lose money. Right. They always need more. They never have
2: extra. You know what? We'll we'll give this a little shout-out when Johnny's done. Okay.
4: Meanwhile, Senate Republicans in Minnesota are proposing a modest income tax cut for all earners as part of their bid to sync Minnesota's tax code with the federal government. Republicans in the Senate unveiled the tax proposal this morning, a day after the House passed its own bill. All eyes this session are on the tax debate as lawmakers try to prevent incidental tax uh, hikes and simplify next year's tax filing period. Dropping the tax rate on Minnesota's first tax bracket from 5.35% to 5.1% would benefit virtually all earners in the state. It would drop taxes on the first $26,000 of income for all single taxpayers. Senate Taxes Committee Chair Senator Roger Chamberlain said it means 82% of Minnesota residents would see a tax decrease. Meanwhile, in response to GOP claims his tax proposal would raise taxes on every Minnesotan while GOP proposals would cut taxes for 95%, Governor Dayton responded with one word, "bullfeathers." Huh?
3: This yeah. time he didn't swear like he did on CCO. Huh? He did not. He just uh, he used the feathers version. Wait, is bullfeathers one word? You mm-hmm. have to beep that? It's two, isn't
2: it? No, you don't have to beep that. Okay. I think it's I think it's one, isn't it? Joe. I have no idea. Okay.
4: It's one or two.
2: Make a well, cool nickname for a right, minor John, league baseball John, it's one team. Or two.
4: Uh, the Russian... You know who used to say that, Chris? What? You don't know who used to say bull feathers? Mm-mm. That would be Mr. Roosevelt Theodore. Ah. That was his saying instead of saying what the governor said on WCCO the other day. Okay. <laughs> A Russian fighter jet intercepted... Nobody heard it. Wow. <laughs> Russian <Hello>? fi- <laughs> A Russian fighter jet intercepted a U.S. Navy spy plane over international airspace above the Baltic Sea this morning. What the European command is describing as a safe intercept, even though the aircraft came within 20 feet of each other. Aircraft intercepts are only characterized as safe or unsafe without any other descriptors. The incident initially called safe but unprofessional. That was later changed to safe and professional. The Russian fighter jet was an Su-27. The U.S. Navy spy plane was a Navy P-8 maritime surveillance plane. The intercept was the first since January when another Russian fighter jet came within five feet of a U.S. spy plane over the Black Sea. President Trump says it's disgraceful that a list of proposed questions from special counsel Robert Mueller was leaked to the news media. The New York Times late Monday published around four dozen questions compiled by Trump's lawyers during negotiations with Mueller's investigators earlier this year over the prospect of a presidential interview. Mueller investigating Russian meddling in the 2016 election, whether Trump's campaign was involved and if the president obstructed justice after the campaign. The Times report said Trump's lawyers compiled the questions into a list, and that document was provided to the Times by a person outside of the president's legal team. The Trump lawyer, Jay Sukalow declined to comment to the Associated Press about this story, as did White House lawyer Ty Cobb. In February of 2017, a top White House aide, who was Trump's longtime personal bodyguard, along with the top lawyer for his organization and a third man, showed up at the office of the president's New York doctor. Remember this fellow? This is the guy with the long the hair. The goofy oh, yeah. doctor? Yeah. 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 He showed up at his office without notice and took all of the president's medical records. The incident, which Dr. Harold Bornstein described as a raid, took place two days after Bornstein told a newspaper he had prescribed a hair growth medicine for the president for years. This all happened February 3rd. Like body here February 3rd, 2017. Uh, at the time, Schiller, who had long worked as uh, President Trump's bodyguard, was serving as director of Oval Office operations at the White House. Bornstein said he wasn't given a form authorizing the release of the records and signed by the president, known as a HIPAA release, which is a violation of patient privacy, uh, privacy law. Bornstein said the original and only copy of Trump's charts, including the lab reports under his name, as well as the pseudonyms his office used for Trump, were taken at that time. CEO of, I don't get this story. You guys are going to have to help me, okay? Here we are. Why, why did he have to apologize? The CEO, Ooh. Uh, Listen. Listen to this story and tell me why he had to apologize. CEO of British supermarket chain Sainsbury mm-hmm. has apologized after being caught on camera singing We're in the Money. You know that old song? We're mm-hmm, in yeah, the Money. Sure. After the takeover of Walmart's unit Asda, Mike Coop was preparing for an ITV interview to talk about the $10 billion deal. When caught on microphone singing the song from the musical 42nd Street, mm-hmm. he's saying we're in the money. The sky's sunny. Let's lend it, spend it, send it rolling along. He described it as an unguarded moment before sitting down to speak. Uh, What's wrong with that? Yeah, I, why did he have to apologize? I don't understand.
3: That's overly sensitive.
4: He called it "quote an unfortunate choice of song from a musical I saw last year," and I apologize if I have offended
1: anyone. Well, who 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 leaped on him? The mob. I bet it was Is the unwashed. The the, the, the <laughs> social media mob went after him, and I can tell you why. I, I agree with I, you, John. Wait, I think it's why. Dumb. It's it's he represents the big evil money grabbing corporation, and that's ultimately met with criticism i guess that, that must be well, yeah that's the I,
2: only reason it's pathetic it is yeah.
1: pathetic and it's sad but uh, that's 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 who the social media mob goes after is people just like this the other part of the
2: interesting here wait here you hear about a gal i found who uh is the victim of the mob going after her oh okay or yep. her prom dress oh no no oh, yeah. really yeah, no yeah 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 oh. yeah yeah, no. yeah. No. yeah. No.
4: Well, you know the video we talked about—the kid slow motion coming home. Yeah, there were people going after him on Twitter.
1: Oh, I know. It was ridiculous.
3: Was the kid doing a bit? Yes, yeah. it was great. No, he was yeah. told to run home run. as fast as he could, <laughs> and he was going. Ch-ch-ch. So he went opposite direction. <laughs> did slow motion, yeah, and right.
1: he was committed, man. Mm-hmm. Even yeah. when the coach came he over, was. he's like,
3: "Get off my stage, <laughs> that kid." is going to be a great tweeter because he's a contrarian. He's yes. an agitator. <laughs> he should follow Heinrich. It's only three, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. they start early. Yeah. Oh, well. oh, okay. <laughs> yep, I got it. <laughs> yeah, you do it. Dave Dahl. Yeah. The...
2: Just make a move. Joe Sujure.
0: Here's Dave Dahl. Thank you, Joe. A cool front has made it through the Twin Cities. Uh, here's proof. Down in Red Wing right now, at 77. Officially at the airport, at 67. St. Cloud is 60. And it's 43 up in Fergus Falls. So uh, definitely a cool front is moving across the state. Uh, But it's going to stall out here, I think, over southern Minnesota. So our temps aren't going to cool off that much tonight. We're going to have some more showers and thunderstorms as a ripple forms along that front down to our southwest. And that could produce some locally heavy rainfall across southern Minnesota, especially south of the Twin Cities. When do you think this might occur? Probably after, well after dark. All right. I think the Twins game is fine tonight. I think uh, if it does happen, it's going to be between like 10 and about 3 in the morning. 52 for the overnight low. Tomorrow's high, partly sunny. A mild day up to 68. 70 on Thursday. Some more isolated showers are a possibility during the day, but it doesn't look like a big chance for that. And then, boy, what a nice stretch of weather here. Friday all the way through Tuesday, pretty much dry. There could be some thunderstorms late Tuesday, but through the weekend, from Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, low to mid-70s for highs. And we're going to stay there early next week with that slight chance of a shower developing late Tuesday. Again, tonight, Joe, going down to a low of 52. Right now, we're at 67. All right. Thank you. You
2: know, Matt, radio business uh, provides us with uh, many solicitations uh, to have on guests. Yes. And we used to do a segment called Guests We'll Never Have. Yes, I remember the magazine would come by. And, and, and by the way, and it was a magazine for the industry, mm-hmm. and it was chock full of guests that radio hosts could uh, summon. We're having a wacky doctor that
3: says eat radit. The radish diet right. is crazy. Whatever happened to that? By the way, I think that went uh, electronically. That is, no, that was what was it called? Radio. Never uh, mind. I'll get back okay. to that in a moment. I think it went electronic. Because
2: Reavers came through for me on a printer a printout problem I was having. Uh, now you just heard in Heights Newscast that Governor Dayton is calling for one hundred and thirty eight million dollars in emergency funding for Minnesota schools as districts across the state grapple with budget shortfalls. Dayton unveiled a request today at the legislature. Uh, The Democratic governor's proposal would increase the state's per-pupil funding formula by 2%. And where are we here? More than 26 school districts around the Twin Cities and 33 districts in rural Minnesota are struggling with budget deficits. And uh, uh, many school districts across Minnesota are considering staff and teacher layoffs to solve the deficits. The governor's request could catch legislative leaders off guard. The Republican controlled legislature has already started assembling their budgets. This happens to us every year. <clears throat> and it led us to the question, when is enough going to be enough? Mm-hmm. And, the, and the answer is it never will be. It never will. be. Mine's always moving. But why shouldn't school districts be responsible for an accurate budget? Especially in times
3: of declining enrollment, I was just going to say, if they have an enrollment that's not gaining, they why ha- do you
2: urban why do you urban school chiefs come to me and say we need more money when your enrollment is declining significantly?
3: People are homeschooling; they're choosing
2: uh, a private. Demographics change. People aren't having as many kids. Your enrollment's going down the tubes. Why do you want more money? Listen to this. This is from the National Assessment of Educational Progress test results released, Hmm. not a talk show post, released by the U.S. Department of Education. Okay. Stunning, stunning figures. 65% of the eighth graders in American public schools in 2017 were not proficient in reading. What? 65%. Wow. 67% were not proficient in math. The results are worse for students enrolled in some urban districts. The closer you get to the country's tallest buildings, most ruled by the Dems, and particularly cities that are failing, the results are even worse. And and where they're asking for the most money. Among the 27 large urban districts for which the Department of Education published test scores... The Detroit public schools had the lowest percentage of students who scored proficiently or better in math and the lowest percentage who scored proficient or better in reading.
3: You're not going to believe this. I think you're going to give me a number that's going to boggle my mind.
2: Only 5% of Detroit public school 8th graders were proficient or better in math and only 7% of Detroit public school 8th graders were proficient or better in reading. That is depressing. This is among the reasons we're in such cultural
3: decline. Only 5% were proficient math and readers.
2: In the Cleveland public schools, only 11% of 8th graders were proficient or better in math, and only 10% were proficient or better in reading. In Baltimore, 11% proficient or better in math, and only 13% proficient or better in reading. In the Fresno, California public schools, eleven percent proficient or better in math, fourteen percent proficient or better in reading. Wow!
3: And what are we always told that the answer to this problem? Hey, is? we just—you know what? You if just we give could us increase, yeah, we could. Uh, just we're give gonna, us some more money. We're going to take care of test scores. We're going to take care of everything. Isn't this shameful? Uh, why isn't? Why aren't there educators that say? Um, why do they all buy into that we just need more money? Is that because the unions say, yep, you got to do what the unions say. And The most- Department of Education's
2: National Center for Education Statistics describes what it means to be proficient. When it comes to reading, 8th grade students performing at the proficient level should be able to provide relevant information and summarize ideas and themes. They should be able to make and support inferences about a text, connect parts of a text not a text on your phone. The text of a body of work and analyze text features. Students performing at this level should also be able to fully substantiate judgments about content and presentation of content. What are the? What are you doing? What What are you doing in school?
3: There's where the. Yeah, I guess you're
2: worried about changing the name of your school or changing the name of a lake or you're worried Not about suspending. microaggressions or you're worried about cultural appropriations. You're worried about inclusivity and diversity. Read the damn book! Sing the damn song! <laughs> Come on! Sing the damn song! Sing the school song! Sing the damn song!
3: I think you're doing somebody, we just don't know who I'm doing. I don't
2: is. know who I'm doing. But now here comes Governor Dayton. Hey, I, I, give me 139, 137 mil. I... I, I I'm not suggesting kids in minnesota can't read I, I i don't have minnesota's numbers uh but they can't be they can't be this bad they can't, they can't be this bad this is this is abominable uh this is dreadful the average reading score for an eighth grade public school student in the twenty seventeen n a e p test was two sixty five that was slightly above the average score of two sixty four from two fifteen but below the average score of two sixty six from twenty thirteen uh, I don't know what the two was at one to oh it's on a, a scale of zero to five hundred. That's a shame. <sighs> That's but, but don't don't read Huck Finn you because
3: you can get offended. Yeah yeah they got don't some bad words Don't read To Kill a there. Mockingbird no, you can get there. offended.
2: Just read Jack and Jill went up the hill to get a pail if, of bleeping water if you can and if you can figure that one out <laughs> right. then maybe you can pass the test. You cannot stop him. He'll just make a move. Joe Sicuriano. Frequent emailer uh, Tom Wilson, though, does have a good... He found a ray of hope in the uh, those abysmal uh, reading and math scores. I, I don't know how. Explain. Well, the, well, the good news is 95% of those kids can tell you what the temperature will be 100 years from now and exactly when New York will be underwater due to melting glaciers. Boom. Oh, see. <laughs> <laughs> Well, we've 5%. only we've only just begun, haven't we? Yeah, only just begun. Fifteen hundred. ESPN is KSTP. I
3: can't this hour is done.
2: St. Paul, Minneapolis. What's the temperature?
3: Sixty-seven, my friend. Sixty-seven, 67
2: degrees.